0: Preface to Malaria and Greek History by William Henry Samuel Jones This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in a public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Leon Harvey. Malaria and Greek History by W. H. S. Jones, M. A. Fellow of St. Catherine's College, Cambridge, Assistant Master at the Percy School, to which is added, the History of Greek Therapeutics and the Malaria Theory, by E. T. Withington, M. A. M. P., Balliol College, Oxford. 2. Major Ronald Ross, F. R. S. C. B., Professor of Tropical Medicine in the University of Liverpool. As a tribute to his labors for the welfare of mankind, I dedicate Quidquid hoc libelli, conque. comque. Preface. This book is an attempt to correct and develop the theory proposed tentatively in the little work Malaria. Put briefly, this theory is as follows: In the struggle for existence, man has competed not only with his fellow men, but also with the wild animals and disease parasites. The fight against beasts was decided long before the historic period, but parasites have always been and still are formidable opponents. Whole tribes have been wiped out by plague. Kala-Azhar, and measles, and even when the diseased parasite does not win such a decisive victory, it often weakens a nation so much that the latter falls an easy victim to its healthier neighbors. Accordingly, I have tried to show how malaria played a part in the decline of the ancient Greeks. Dr. E. T. Withington tells me that the malaria theory explains a the great difficulty in the history of Greek medicine, and upon this point he has written a short essay which appears at the end of the volume. It may be that some readers will think that my theory cannot be true unless it be proved that malaria did not exist in early Greece. But the evil consequences of malaria are, to a certain extent, independent of the date of its introduction. Although they are most severe and most obvious when a district is attacked, which hitherto has been free from infection. Moreover, it is at least doubtful whether Greece was malarious in early times, and even if it was, the number of cases may not have been very great. In this connection, I should like to quote a few sentences from recent work by Major Ross. Suppose that the Anopheles have been present from the first, but that the number of infected immigrants has been few. Then possibly some of these people will have happened to take up their abode in places where the mosquitoes are rare, others may have recovered quickly, others may not have chance to possess parasites in suitable stages when they have been bitten. Thus the probability of their spreading the infection will be very small. Or supposing, even, that some few new infections have been caused, yet, by our rough calculations in Section 12, unless mosquitoes are sufficiently numerous in locality, the little epidemic may die out after a while, for instance, during the cool season. And if the number of infected persons introduced from outside remain small, this state of things may continue for years or centuries. The disease will fail to make headway, and will die out. Now suppose that the number of infected immigrants is suddenly greatly increased, then much larger numbers of mosquitos will become infected and may, in their turn, infect more healthy people than the recovery weight will compensate for. Endemic cases will begin, will increase, at first slowly, then rapidly, until suddenly there will be a widespread epidemic. It is my opinion that in this way malaria fell like a blight upon many fertile districts of Greece, as it almost certainly fell upon Attica in the 5th century BC. With the increase of trade, foreigners must have entered the country with greater frequency and in greater numbers, and nothing could be more likely than the number of infected persons so increased that a severe epidemic was a natural consequence. In early times malaria, if it existed at all, seems to have been slight in amount, and so not severe enough to prevent the country from reaching a high state of development of prosperity. Many observers in all parts of the world have been kind enough to send me, unasked, much valuable criticism and information. These include Professor Edson of Denver, Professor Selli of Rome, Professors Sevas and Cousius of Athens, Dr. Cardamatis of Athens, Dr. Genovese of Coruina, and Mr. Spencer Jerome of Capri. In particular, I wish to thank Dr. Otto Everts, who has sent me a long account of his work among the Indians of Mexico. He is convinced that the destruction of the Indian races of the West Indian Islands is due not to the cruelty of the Spaniards, but to the malignity of newly imported infectious diseases. For Europeans, he goes on to say, Malaria is, even on the coast of Mexico, extremely mild. It practically does not exist. Yet from 50% to 90% of all Indians die from malaria, according to the official tables. On my last trip, I went through several Indian villages which were passing through an epidemic of malaria, and had already lost 10% of their inhabitants, mostly children. According to my thesis, all newly introduced infectious diseases are specially malignant, and all specially malignant infectious diseases are newly introduced. I deduce from these facts that malaria is for Indians a newly introduced disease. In my opinion, scientific societies ought to send out physicians all over the world with a commission to answer a ready made interrogatory about the differences in malignity of diseases according to races and climates. This would throw much light upon history. I have to thank many friends for help and encouragement. Mr AW Spratt, Mr L. Alston, Mr S. Gazalee, Doctor E. T. Whittington have also helped in revising the proof sheets. The malaria literature is immense. Several thousand books and articles have already appeared. So far as I know, however, no work exists dealing with the influence of malaria upon history. I trust that the short bibliography at the end of this volume contains all the most important books bearing upon the question to which I have limited my inquiry. Modern Greek names are merely transliterated. The names of ancient towns are spelt in the way they are given in most modern histories. The Hippocratic Corpus is quoted with Kuhn's paging but references are generally given to litra or Quillenwine as well. In every case, I have tried to give the most approved reading. The statistics given by the Greek Anti-Malarial League are often incorrect, though not to such an extent as seriously to diminish their value. Wherever possible, they have been corrected. WH Jess Jones, St. Catharines College, Cambridge Addenda while this book was in the press, a new volume of Transactions, 1908, was published by the Greek anti League. It contains much fresh information, including a count of the malaria's condition of Crete, page 506, full, and a detailed list of Greek marshes, page 544 to 553. From the statistics now published as planned, the my calculations on page 12 only give roughly to relative unhealthiness of the Greek towns, the mortality tables upon which I base my conclusions give the consensus of eighteen ninety six. The new volume, page five hundred and fifty six, states that in nineteen oh seven the populations of these towns were Athens one hundred seventy four thousand four hundred and thirty Piraeus, seventy four thousand five hundred and eighty three Patras thirty seven thousand seven hundred twenty four Syra seventeen thousand eight hundred nine Tricala 18,132. Corfu, 29,032. Follow, 23,563. Larissa, 18,014. Zant, 13,580. Kalamata, 15,397. Pirikos, 13,690. Tripolitsa 10,789. On page 150 is made the interesting statement that the inhabitants of the malarious districts of Tritia a lazy and sluggish. At a conference held at Liverpool University on January 25, 1909, it was asked by what route malaria entered ancient Greece. There were so many possible ways that I have refrained in this book from discussing the question. I would remark, however, that malaria might very well creep in quite unobserved. See North Roman Fever, page 66. End of preface.